Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. unstinted support, unbroken devotion to our club and calmness in adversity eased the task of making Rangers Football Club the premier club in this country. To be a Ranger is to sense the sacred trust of upholding all that such a name means in this shrine of football. They must be true in their conception of what the Ibrox tradition seeks from them. No true Ranger has ever failed in the tradition set in. Our very success, gained, you will agree, by skill, will draw more people than ever to see it, and that will benefit many more clubs than Rangers. Let the others come after us. We welcome the chase. It is healthy for us. We will never hide from it. Never fear. Inevitably, we shall have our years of failure, and when they arrive, we must reveal tolerance and sanity. No matter the days of anxiety that come our way, we shall emerge stronger because of the trials to be overcome. That has been the philosophy of the Rangers since the days of the gallant pioneers.
Sorry. Fucking awesome. If Matt Disney get you up for it, nothing will. We tear it out though. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 20 of the Bears Corner uh, live. Guys, it's obviously the Mora, and I've been shitting myself a week because they've put posters around Glasgow City Centre, and I've been shitting myself everywhere I go about card men putting posters around fucking places. So what I thought the night, lads, was if we got somebody who could honour the cell a wee bit, you know, somebody who's, you know, could, you know come on, th- throw their weight about properly. No, Paul, no, you know, mate. Throw their weight about properly, right? So... Who better to get than... For the people, start. we started working on those goals last year. See, reaching 55 is the most important thing to us because not reaching 55 isn't an option. Not when you're ready. Not when your name is Jason Reed, and not when your gaffer is Coach Trip. We are... the people. I wanted to tell you, I knew it the future. Yeah. Good evening, gents. Good evening. How are we all? All good? All right, yes. We're buzzing. We're buzzing. It's the, I can feel the I can feel the butterflies already, and it's we can't even go to bed yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking, I know. I, know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we handle these occasions. I don't, but but hopefully we get there. Anyway, the, the night obviously Paul joining us again, a veteran now. On, on, this, on this podcast, just, just, just a veteran, full stop. Not a veteran, <laughs> just a veteran. <laughs> Paul, how are we doing, mate? How's your week been? Ah, it's all right. Yeah, just be, once again, working away from home, just getting on with things, you know, it's, it's such as life, carrying on, trying to be safe and wealthy and healthy. And well, yeah, that's about it. And our match day official tonight, Baz, and he's smacked down the referee's t shirt. How are we doing, mate? How's your week been? I'm all good. I heard Jason was coming on as I'm saying we're resident wrestling superstar then we've got a resident wrestling historian. Semi I thought somebody's gonna fall out here. So we might need to keep these guys apart. Bit of officiating. So I thought I'd get the old uh, referees tap on, keep these guys apart. But, but I'm telling you what an intro. If that doesn't get up get you up for it, nothing will. The guitar solo at the beginning, and then I had the famous words for the man here, Bill Struth, and then simply the best came on, and then Jason's came on. I, I, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm fucking ready for it. <laughs> yes. 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 Sammy, welcome back, mate. How, how's your cell? How's your week been? Good? Cheers, but I had a week been good. I just, I just need to keep remembering the games tomorrow because I'm so preconditioned to be a Sunday that I've convinced <laughs> myself it's Sunday. And I was sitting tomorrow, just fucking cameras you like going, oh, there's a something to go for tomorrow, eh, lads? Game <laughs> uh, finished, mate. Cool. I don't know what I'm talking to. I'm in isolation. I can't speak to people. I'm not, I'm not going to be in pub watching with anybody, you know, so. <laughs> and Jason, we're delighted to have you on the show, mate. Obviously, we've been talking for a couple of weeks about getting you on, and eventually we've managed to work a time that suits. So thanks very much, mate, for coming on. It means a lot. How, how have you been? How's how's life in this shite world at the minute? <laughs> mate, no, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's, it's good to be on. I do love a wee Rangers podcast. Um, old firm Eve as well. What what an occasion! What an occasion! I've been feeling sick since about seven o'clock this morning, so uh, we'll see. It's only going to get worse, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, life's good given the circumstances. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't complain. If if you did, you'd probably be here all night. But that's not what we're here to, what we're here to do. So, uh, as I said, old firm Eve, we're buzzing. The battle fever's on, and I'm looking forward to another good podcast. Just just quickly, the first time that I podcasted Jason was uh, in March, 
I think that was the night Boris Johnson put us on lockdown. Exact night. That's last day, lads. It was summer, maybe, you know. <laughs> I remember that. It was like, ah, this will be done with July. You know, I mean, don't worry about it. We'll finish like, July. Back to normal. July. Fucking Mr. Pessimistic sitting there, they're July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, just, just a couple of weeks, you know. We're back in the pubs come the end of spring. That's <laughs> what I honestly thought. I thought we'd be better. I thought this would be done. Everybody back at work. And uh, everything would be, everything would be forgot, forgotten about at this point. It's, mate, it's, it's driving me up the wall, man. Just, you can't even go and do any normal things you spell today. You know what I mean? It's fucking brutal. But, Important thing is, we'll get to the end of it and hopefully Rangers are going to put a smile on our face tomorrow and make us forget about COVID for a good wee while because, well, let's face it, there's nothing beats beating them in their own midden. Probably tops a lot, to be fair, you know, rocking up to their place and scudding them. So hopefully tomorrow is that day that we do that because it's been a long time since we give them a right, maybe no performance-wise, but certainly goals-wise, it's been a long time since we give them a right scudding. So... Mm. Hopefully, hopefully. But I'll tell you, I'm pumped. I'm ready for the game the new after the intro. I'm fucking just bring it, man. Just play it. <laughs> Amazing one. intro. Amazing oh. intro. I know, and it's not that to me. I made that up earlier and watched it today. And and, and I was like, it'll be good tonight. And then I watched the other and I'm like, come on. <laughs> Give no. us it. <laughs> It's a shame you couldn't have clips here as well, but we're all sitting down during that intro. Because I was, I, was, I was jumping about the studio here. Well, I say studio, it's starting to look like a fucking sports show. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's that, love? Sorry, sorry, you want him in a size eight? I need it right there, Tom. Trainers and shirts all the place. But uh, aye, it was uh, a good a good intro. You didn't want to see what I was doing. I was I was, I was doing my twerking again. Only, only Scott could see that. <laughs> fucking twerking, man. That's what we're... That's what we're saying. The guy's had a broken neck for six months. <laughs> he gets that stupid yeah. Iron Man thing off his back, gets two tramadol, and uh, he's something about twerking and he can't touch us. Is he trying to kind of steal the cut angle gimmick sitting there? Uh, neck's been broken for a few months, lads, but it's no stopping me, damn it. Well, what? see the thing is, actually, see before we start, I want to say, Baz has texted me. Because Baz was supposed to send me a wee video for the old fun of memory thing that we've been doing, and he's been snowed under at work, and he's just texted me a message saying, I'm shite, have a good pod, mate. Baz, it's all right, mate, you need to work, man, just relax, it's, it's cool, man, it's cool, do you know what I mean? I think he feels bad for not sending a video in, but don't be daft, mate, don't be daft. Do you, we'll do you, first, I thought you were talking about me, I'm like, <laughs> I, I was, I was like, what? I'm looking at my phone, did I? Did I? <laughs> That was your sound manager, mate, text me. To be honest with you, I thought you said Baz and all. No, Snags. I thought you said Baz. Maybe I did say Baz. Maybe you did say Baz. Did I say Baz? In the track, in the track, did you say Baz or Snags? You know the worst thing is, we should have just started waiting, waiting, Baz, like... I'm sure I said that a couple of days ago. Baz, get your sound engineer to listen to that back, mate, while we're on this, right, and see what happens. You know, I had to get a new IT company in because of the Wi-Fi last week. The guy gets sacked immediately after the, the podcast. The whole team right, uh, gets sacked. And he was talking about how he's got kids and all that. And I hope I hope they lose a roost before Christmas. And, uh, you know, his missus ends up on the game. That's uh, how bad the Wi-Fi was. You know, I, I hope the, the, fam, the whole Christmas is ruined. You know what I mean? So, I say it's bad, apparently. If you want to come up to the Premier League and play with the big boys, you need to make sure if you come into this studio... That the Wi-Fi's up to scratch. Not too much to ask, is it? It's no, no, it's no, 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 no. 
Yeah. He was in the Mosley corner last week. He was. He was. But he's out of it this week, didn't you, mate? He's out of it this week. Um, <laughs> Jason's been there. Jason. <laughs> Jason, they call that the Mojni corner because when Bilal Mojni was on a uh, We Welcome the Chase, he was in that corner and there was nothing but issues with the Wi-Fi. And every person <laughs> that's in that corner has issues. But the problem is, I don't think Jason's going to tolerate it, mate. But, you know, they may need to move <laughs> to another corner. I don't think he's the guy we want to be upsetting. Baz, Paul, did you just get the email about what shots with the other night? No. I no. didn't get it last. No. <laughs> <get it>, no. <laughs> Shit, innit? Shit. Um, disappointed, boys. Uh, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you seen that picture of the, uh, the school photograph for something like 15, 20 years ago? And it's all the kids in school uniform apart from one guy in a Rangers shirt. I kind of feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, after the back of a really good pod last week, which it was, um, with Joe Crano and talking about. Bongani Zungu, and we got to play Waka Waka twice, which was tremendous. Um, and then this week has all been, I know Scotland have played twice, but really this week has all been a build-up to the Old Firm game. I'm going to come to you, all right, just a true reflection of how you're feeling right now, right when we're what, like, I don't know how many years away, right, if we kick off. But Paul, stand with yourself, how, how are you feeling? Obviously, confidence-wise, shitting yourself, whatever, blah de blah well, as I said, put the group chat early on, I'm quite, I'm, I was I'm almost sort of a quiet calmness and a air of serenity until genuinely we came on here. And I'm starting to feel it now. I'm starting to feel a bit nervous. I think I think it's because a combination of sitting chatting to you guys, the intro we had, um, all the other goals, you know, the great times, memories come flooding back. Nice wee beer to sort of lubricate things and get a bit loosened up, which is what I was doing my twerking earlier. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quietly confident. Um, I think I think we've got a, a really good chance. I think we've got a good shot at this. Um, I, although the team hasn't, as Gerard himself said, the team hasn't had an enormous opportunity to train together and get things laid down. They are all aware of the job. They are all aware of the magnitude of the fixture and they are ready. And I believe that they're ready, and I believe that they will do the business tomorrow. I don't I see all the social media pages. Oh, this is going to be an absolute pasting for the for Celtic. We're going to absolutely walk them up. No, 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 no. That's overconfidence, and I had overconfidence before, and it's come round and it's bit us in the arse, fucking big time. So no, quietly confident. I, I think the boys going out, be very professional, and do what's required and get the victory. But yes, slightly nervous now. Jason, how are you feeling, mate? In the build up to obviously you used to big nights and big occasions and all that. So how how do you cope as a fan when you can't actually affect what goes on like the rest is? Ah, uh, mate, it's brutal. It's brutal. It doesn't get any easier. I don't care how many games you go to in person or how many watch on the telly um, or how confident you are. There's always that that feeling. It just it's just you, you can't can't uh, can't describe it really, can you? It's you can't really compare it to any other game. And uh, in, in the and uh, the season, it's just it's just a different kind of feeling. Um, I, I don't really know. In all honesty, I feel I, I do feel confident. Um, I I don't think it's going to be uh, a trouncing. I don't think you know. There's a lot of people on on social media and stuff that think it's going to be a, a a scudding. I hope it is. Um, but you know, I don't want to be too too overconfident. I'm going to go for three uh, one Rangers though. Three one. That's, that's, that's the prediction. Good. 
Good, I'll take three one. I think the I think the Buffalo is going to um, break the duck tomorrow as well. I've got a, I've got a feeling. Oh, I love that. Can you imagine that. Parky did fall down, even though there was nobody in it. But still would fall down if he scores. <laughs> so, Sammy, how are you feeling? How are you feeling, mate? In the lead up to this, how, what's your usual preparation for this sort of game? Do you is there because you know these people have got stipulations and they're heed about what they do first and they put on the right soap first and then you know all that sort of stuff. Do you have any sort of things like that, or do you just go in and take it as it comes? Let's watch the game naked. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been in the pub watching a little for match with Simmy and he does watch it. Aye, yeah, that's that's why I'm in the pub. That's that's why I'm bathed made the pubs in tune. Uh, no, I don't know of any kind of like rituals of that watching it. Just kind of I, I even actually avoid the build up. I just don't, I don't I don't turn the game on until like seconds before the final whistle. So I just kind of borrowed got the the nonsense to talk before it and that. Um, I try and stay off Twitter. Because, well, don't get your health at the best of times, let alone you're in the fucking old firm game. And you've got an official Sky Sports stream. It seems to be behind, like, his goals. So people that are watching an illegal stream on Twitter are like, oh, good goal there. I'm like, fucking goal. And like, five minutes later. Yeah. So that's my kind of, like, uh, non-ritual, so to speak. But... I get the whole quietly confidence thing, and it's not because today they have got X amount of players out. They've still got a very good squad. I'm not concerned with the players they've got out. I'm concerned with the players they don't have out. But mm-hmm. we're playing really well, and that's why I think we'll do it. But even if we were playing shite, I still think we'd do it. I thought we would do it when we were pish. So, I don't think we're going to do it when we're good. <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> I you that? He, he, has got, he has got a good point, no? I mean, like, it doesn't matter what Rangers are playing. Like, a couple of years ago when Rangers were terrible, you're like, I've got a good feeling about this, a good feeling. And then we go and get battered, you know? So if you're that confident when we've got a poor team, then obviously you've got to be confident when we've got a really good team. And you can see why people are maybe getting overconfident. And I've seen people on Twitter going, oh, is it, this is worrying me. I say, you know, people getting overconfident. It might come back to biting his ass. Wait a minute, I, I couldn't give a fuck about somebody on Twitter being overconfident. It's the players that I care about. I couldn't, I couldn't care about fucking anybody on Twitter. You know what I mean? That's I think we're going to beat them five one. I don't think the, the the players are going to see that and start getting overconfident and then go out and it's going to affect the performance. As long as the players put in the performance, that's all that matters. I'm confident. I'm a wee bit more than quietly confident. I'm fucking buzzing. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. And it, you're always that wee bit nervous. It's, it's like walking a fucking tightrope in it. It's like you can see the end. I just not not like walking a tightrope. I don't know why I say that. It's absolutely nothing like walking a tightrope. But uh, it's I just say, man, I didn't want to jump absolutely in, nothing. But I think that was a bit of a weird comparison. <laughs> like, nothing, nothing like a tightrope. I don't know why I said that, Jason. I don't know why I said that. But uh, it's scary and exciting at the same time. And I've never even walked a tightrope, so I've fucking the idea <laughs> how I would think that would be. A, you know what I mean? So that's how I'm feeling, mate. That's that's where I'm at. <laughs> see, see what see what Sammy was saying about them having players out, etc. And and everybody, I mean, Sutton's already saying we've got a preferred referee. I don't think he's seen John beating against Rangers very much. If they think that that's our preferred referee, um, and then all, all the stuff on top of it, we haven't played out with COVID and this, that, and the other. I'm sorry, right? Rangers have been through a part of the season without Joe Aribo, without Kamar Roof, without Ryan Jack. Now, it looks as though the first two that I mentioned there won't make them or They're two big players for us. If how Andy could go into this saying that we are f- at full strength and how good we could be, is the normal to me either because they've not seen Rangers end, do you know what I mean? So, oh, I don't know. 
That sounds like yes. 100% right there because basically they'll let us say that we've got Morelos, Billy Casellas doesn't get no firm games. Kent, overpriced pish. Ryan Jack, never kicked a ball. So we, they've got, we've got all these players fit that don't get rated anyway. So I'm not yeah. too sure what they're concerned about. No, no. And that's how it is. Sutton's obviously trying to put the pressure on the ref. As we said, he would. We said him and others would last week on the pod in the lead up to this week. I mean, you've got people wanting the government to change full worldwide regulations that are going on just so that one player can make a game. <laughs> These people are they, are they used to being told no from authorities. So see when somebody does turn around and say, no, that goes against actually what the World Health Organization's guidance is. Now it's all of a sudden, uh, Operation Stop 10. What is the fucking World Health Organization? I don't know. Come on, fuck, man. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, come on. You think, you think the H stands for health, but it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. As, as you say, Peter Lowell is not used to being told no. You know, he's, he's, dealing, he's dealing with the government here, not the SPFL or not the SFA. That's the difference. You know, they don't, they don't, they'll not move heaven and earth to appease them. And they've got to understand that. You know, all joking aside, it's set a precedence. If they say, aye, he can play. That's, that's that's ridiculous. Here's also the thing. Um, somebody pointed out on Twitter earlier on um, the uh, the Premier League to England. Um, they they said, oh yeah, they've got to play out the conclusion. It must be it must be played to conclusion. And Arsenal Arsenal won the clubs that said we believe this competition should be played to its conclusion to for for, no, for normality and finish and that'll, that'll do all the places for next season's Europe, European things. Celtic, no, absolutely not. No, no, no. You, we've got to finish it now. Can't play the pandemic. Give us a time. So they got it. All of a sudden, now Arsenal are pushing hard to get one of their players to play um, on Saturday, Keane Tierney, I think it is. And I think he's been given approval or something because they made it the, the, his quarantine was slightly or something. I can't remember what it is. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll align ourselves now, now with Arsenal. But you contradicted them earlier on in the year, but now you want to align yourself with them. Either or, you can't have it either way. You know what I mean? And, and also, Paul, not to make it political, obviously, as we said last week, but the British government will step, step in on that decision. Yeah. Up here, you wanted the devolved person. You wanted her at the top. She's the person who'll decide and she's telling you, fuck off. So see when you go to vote next year, remember who you're voting for. Anyway, for fuck's sake, Christy. Let's go on Have you seen that video that's on um, on uh, Twitter just now? And it's the penalty with the missus. And it's a guy, it's been filmed from behind the goal. And I hear as he hits the penalty and the guy says, for fuck's sake, Christy. And it's on loop. For fuck's sake, Christy. For fuck's sake, Christy. For about two and a half minutes. Sorry, that's all it is. Just this one guy screaming for fuck's sake, Christy. It's quite good. Guys, Have you ever seen joined? the video, Paul, where, where a guy gets his fucking thumb chopped off for clicking the pen all the time? Have you ever ah. seen that video? Aye. Aye, brilliant. Yeah. Do you know something? Guys, we're actually joined by somebody who's, who's scored at Park Kid. Greg Vigna. Uh, Gregory Vigna. There you go. Yay! Yay. How's you doing, Gregory? Quality, love it. He's new. Brilliant. Right. Mas- Mas- new Gregory. Bet you're dying to come back. <laughs> Bet you're dying That's to come back. <laughs> you can't wait. And, and for the and for the for avoidance of doubt for the viewers, that really is Gregory Vigna. Yes, the main man himself who's been on this pod a couple of times. There to go. Fine, mate. Says he's fine. Good, mate. Hopefully, what's your prediction for tomorrow, Greg? Hopefully, maybe Bornal gives a. I wonder if we can get. Uh, I wonder if we can get Greg ringside for the next uh, the next show. I wonder if we can get him throwing some uh, yeah. clotheslines and some choke slams. Ah yes, choking. Hey, hey, you talk about overconfident Rangers fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at that. <laughs> 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 ah, Greg, you're missed. I tell you, you're missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Hold on, Greg saying six 0 Somebody saying they would vote for me in an election. I'm wow, fucking wow. All politicians <laughs> are crooks, man. <laughs> Greg saying he will be back. Good, good. Greg, I need to get you back on the pod, mate. Yeah, so let's just go back to that somebody who said they vote for you. Proof positive that people shouldn't. Some people shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> You're right, mate. You're right, mate. You're right. Right, moving on to tomorrow. Moving on to tomorrow. Obviously, we've got a few selection. I want to say, maybe it is headaches, actually, but good headaches for Gerard in some sense. The goalkeeping situation, obviously, Alan McGregor has been carrying a knock, and it's well publicised that that's been going on, and, and that's why John McLaughlin's been stepping in, maybe, in the in the league games, etc., who would we go with tomorrow? Jason, starting with yourself, McGregor's fit. It's got to be McGregor, isn't it, all day long? Yeah, 100%. If he's fit, um, aye, he starts for me. It's not even not even close. Um, I think McLaughlin's done well, in all honesty. I don't really think he's he's, he's made uh, or put a, sort of a, a foot wrong. But nah, for me, it's, uh, it's McGregor 100% all day long. Yeah, I think we would all kind of empty any is disagree with that. I think we'd all kind of agree McGregor should be in goals and more. If a hunt, if fit, obviously, you know, you know, I put him in there and it's no, but McGregor, big game player, big game player, he's your man. Go to be sorry, Sam, you want to say something? I'm sorry, but I was going to say second of all, oh, no. McGregor was injured, as you were saying, or like uh, he wasn't at the club anymore. No problem with Glotland, he's a yeah. great goalkeeper, he's a great goalkeeper to have, but he's not McGregor. No. And that's that's the thing. It's like um, McGregor the, the Willem game. McLaughlin's a great goalkeeper, but with your pulled saves that McGregor did. Correct, mate. Mm. Yeah. I think that was the night if MD needed the proof. That was the proof that Alan McGregor was the Rangers' number one goalkeeper when fit. And that there's no comparison really. As so much as a good goalkeeper, John McLaughlin, it's I think we know what we've got in in McGregor, and also he's. We were putting him out to stud last week, Jason. I don't know, Sammy, I don't know if you've seen this last week, but um, we were putting him out to stud last week because Kevin Thompson said he wasn't going to be much of a coach. He's not really cut out for the coaching side yet. So we decided that he should be put out to stud to then produce the next excellent goalkeeper that would come through. I don't know if he could just do that, you know, just pimp people out, but we done it with Arlie McGregor anyway. And um, hopefully mm-hmm. we're going to pimp him out all in the world. And earn money off him, and you know we've got plans for McGregor when he retires. He might not know. Yeah, I think he would enjoy I mean, the role. Two things he's known for: his his goalkeeping abilities, and obviously his love making abilities. And uh, well, like get him out there, you know. Get his his goalkeeping comes to an end. Get him down to all these countries and that, you know. Get their youth set up, sorted out for the future generations. And uh, you know, be like a prize bull. <laughs> Is get McGregor on the podcast, right? Oh. And he'll get every female watching worldwide pregnant. <laughs> and probably Paul. It's going probably Paul. It's going to be the old coming in your ears again, isn't it? <laughs> coming in your ears. Charlie FM. Charlie FM. Coming in your ears. CJ Noel's joined. We're talking about Rangers legends that are joining us. You know who's joined us tonight? Um, all right, Champion. Champion. Hello, CJ. He, he said hello, gentlemen, and Sammy. That's a bit harsh, mate. <laughs> who's CJ Novo's a legend in this game, right? And I'll tell you something else that CJ Novo's brilliant fun. I've never actually admitted this. But see, before you oh, do no. a podcast, go and watch a couple of CJ Novo videos. They're great for research because he's already done all the graft. 
he's already done all the work. <laughs> and he just, and you're like, oh, good, that is a good point, CJ. That is a very good point. So uh, if you're ever going to do a podcast or whatever, go and watch a couple, because he does them daily. So you can get what's going on the day. Watch CJ Novo's video the day. And then I'm up to speed with all the injuries. I'm up to speed and everything that's been going on with all the, you know, all the uh, international stuff and that. I found out there was no further injuries. Thanks very much, CJ. I was going to mention that later on, but I might as well give you credit for it since you're here. But great, great <laughs> research, tools. Great research, uh, CJ. So there's only one downfall to your master plan there. You need to watch one of these videos. Oh! <laughs> Oh, right, and that takes us on swiftly to the next point. Jason, Mark's asking, since you're here, could you organise CJ versus Simi in a steel cage match? I would pay to see that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we've already got a referee, it seems, so I think we're, uh, we're three quarters of the way there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would actually pay to see that. That'd be brilliant. I would, I would as well, yeah, I would too. That would be brilliant, man. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so defensively, obviously, moving on, kind of sticking with the team for the Mora. We see Burners back in the Croatia team the other night there. Hopefully came came through that all right. Obviously, Gerard said today in his press conference that they still had to assess some players and find out if there was any damage from the international break. So hopefully Borna Barisic is in there at left back. As much as big Calvin Barsi seems like a solid big player, throwing him into the lion's den. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I don't know how that would how that would go. But um, I think it's Gerard gets paid to make any decisions, obviously. But I think we would all agree that Bonabaris it should be there. Probably the contentious thing is who partners Goldson at centre half. I've seen a few teams on Twitter and um, people saying about obviously they would go with Balogun. People saying they would go with Halander. For me, guys, if Halander's fit, no disrespect to Big Balogun, but if Halander's fit, it's Halander all day long. Yeah. Right, because he's reading the game. He's just trying to big man's brilliant. Um, any any put a case forward for Balogun if 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 MD think Balogun should start ahead of Halander. MD in the comments think Balogun should start ahead of Halander. I just I don't, don't really think Balogun we've seen enough of him in all honesty. But what's that, Sammy? Does he even think he should start ahead of Halander? <laughs> No, I think I think I think it's it's Holander and Goldson all day long, as you say. Uh, Holander's experience is reading the game. He may not have the quickest. You say Holander and Goldson. His position is his position is says a bit. Uh, position says as much is is better than Balogun's. I think. Um, the only, I think the only time Holander looks kind of struggle is playing plastic pitches because he looks like Bambi nice at that particular point. But out with that, I think he's, I, I think he's him and Goldson are the best uh, set of back pairing we have. So yeah. Paul. Uh, Andy Taker's saying Hollander's pace against Edward gives him the fear. Does he know something we don't? Uh, Aye, is Edward out of, well, I know he's out of quarantine, but but is he able to play tomorrow? I think I think he's being uh, I think he's being assessed in, in the morning whether they can play or not. Hmm. I, I, I heard something about that today. Can I ask I a question then? Somebody has been in 14 days of quarantine, possibly be. Exactly. It, it, it was two weeks ago tonight, I think it was. As I said, 14 days. Yeah, so there you go. But, how, but, but how, how can, right, so see if Bongani Zungu's came for France, right? How yeah. can how can Zungu have to, <laughs> how's, how's he having to go into quarantine for 10, 15 days, whatever it is? And, you know, Edward, when he came back, he's not having to quarantine in this country for 14 days. Pass. After on the sport. But not that. 
That's right. I don't like that. No, I'm saying. I'm of the opinion. Who gives a fuck? If he plays, he plays. If he doesn't play, he doesn't play. Can he get? Do you know something? I'm, I'm of the opinion. Fuck it. Let them stick out their strongest team. We'll still fucking hump them. I don't know if playing the star striker who's no been training for the last two weeks is a good idea. So I'm all for it. Yes. By the way, there's a few hangies for. There's a few calls for Balogun um, in the in the chat here. I think. Uh, Andrew Bluebell says about Balogun. Billy's saying Balogun is class and he splits a pace, but I don't think he's up to frenetic pace of the entire old firm. CJ Novo, he says Balogun's height and physicality to match Duffy's only thing I can think with 100% one Hellander to be fair. So that's not really two that did. Mm-hmm. What the fuck am I talking about? It's <laughs> the ones that had Balogun. Matt Mitchell, um, Balogun's extra pace, but Hellander and Goldson to start. So I think no, we no, are pretty no, much. I'm much Balogun. I'm person Max Balligan, mate. I, I thought there was mail there, but sorry, lads. He's fucked me over there. Um, so I, I would say, I would say, our, our battle fever podcast team is going to be Hollander and Goldson. James Tavernier, we don't need to talk about eight goals in eight games. He's going to start. He's going to. He's going to be the captain if he keeps in the form that he's been in in the last. Well, since the start of the season, <sighs> tell you, they'll take something to stop him because he's a man on a fucking mission at the minute. Um, so James Tavernier in the middle of the park who would be your three Paul because obviously this is contentious as well with the fact that Kamara is such good form Stephen mm-hmm. Gerrard loves um, Ryan Jack Stephen Davis has been playing excellent and obviously Scotty Arfield has come in and probably been the best midfield in the country in Gerrard's own words and I don't think we disagree with him to be honest I'm going to be slightly unpopular here but I'm going to go with uh, Kamara Davis and Arfield I think I think I think I love Ryan Jack, but I think he slows the play down too much. I think he's I think he is a really, really defensive midfielder as opposed to Kamara, who's a slightly more offensive defensive midfielder, if you know what I mean. He can play, he can he can almost do box to box. He saw in international uh, matches earlier in Finland, he absolutely strolled every match he had. He was the best player of the park by a mile. For, yeah. for for the three games. That and to, to be consistent with the internationals and the international matches. In, 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 in concession, uh, in succession, sorry, and uh, you know, and he just bossed it, so he, he can do that role for us as well. But I think when him and Jack play together, they kind of nullify each other. It's almost like they take each other out of the match. They're two very yeah. good players, and the performance duties very, very well. Now, but, but we seem to lack that cutting edge and that sort of drive forward when both of them play together. So I would have uh, Kamara, and I'd have Davis, the creativity, and Arfield. Because the way he supports the forwards coming in behind and scoring goals, he is he is your real attacking midfield. He plays really well on that ball. Baz, again, probably playing devil's advocate here. I'm not sure that I would necessarily do this, but if you're putting, if you want to play Kamara, Jack, and Davis in the one midfield, you could potentially it means by the drop him. Well, you need to drop Hadji because you're not going to drop Ryan Kent in the form that he's in, and it means you would push Scotty Arfield forward one. I tend to agree with Paul. I would go with Davis, Kamara, and Arfield as on midfield three. What about yourself, mate? Do you know what? It's it's a puzzling one. It's it's very puzzling. Um, Jack obviously had a good performance midweek there, international duties. Faye, but I understand. Hang on a wee second to change this. Fucking stupid. Don't want to play about with this camera. Um, <laughs> he had a, he had a really good... <laughs> I thought, well, this is the last medium. It's the last medium. You want it different? Is it for a Sounds like an angel show. <laughs> uh, I love Ryan. I love Jacko. I think he's a, a great player. 
<clears throat> I find it hard to look past them. However, Paul put up a very convincing case. I feel can be trapped. And you need to play him in a position that he's actually... See if a player's playing well, you can't just shoehorn shoe him into the team in any position. You need to play. You need to play him well in the position that he's playing in. I mean, I know Arfield was it last season they had Arfield playing down the right and had a rebound in the middle of the park, and then later on they swapped to Turin and it started looking a lot better uh, when Arfield was playing in the sort of middle three rather than the front three. So you can't just say right, he's playing well. So what we're going to do is we're just going to fuck him somewhere in the park. You know, it's not really fair to him. So I, I think Arfield's going to need to start in the centre of the park somewhere. Davis has obviously been playing really well. He brings that experience. He brings leadership. <clears throat> Some of his performances for me have been questionable. I don't think he's always played to the best of his ability. Uh, you know, the ability that we know he has. But I know he's on form the new. Kamara's obviously been playing well. It's a tough one. But thankfully, it's not a call that I need to make. Uh, I love Ryan Jack. I think Jack was a, a cracking player. Uh, but uh, I leave it to the gaffer, so... That, that, that doesn't answer your question whatsoever. I just spent three minutes <laughs> no answering that. I just spent three minutes here moving answering your question. Politician. It's a politician theme continuing <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> Jason, there was a question for you there in the in the chat. Um, question for Jason. Do you think you could take a close line from hell off big Calvin Bassey? That's a fucking close line, <laughs> oh. by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting up. Uh... No, I don't think so, mate. Uh, Tom, I think I'd be out of the game. No question about it. Hey, I'm up for trying it, though. Ah, yes! We'll get, we'll get Calvin ringside along with Gregory when they, for the match with um, uh, Simi and uh, CJ Novo. Yeah. That's going to be the finish, isn't it? That's going to be the finish. Jason's going to be doing it. Jason's going to come down to back up Simi, jump in the cage, then Big Calvin's going to come down, a bust out for through the ring, taker style or something, <coughs> fucking clothesline for hell, then drag Jason to hell, through the ring, gets under the ring, keep up a smoke, and then, sorry Simi, he gets the three count. He's big bucket hat on, right up through the ring. <laughs> <laughs> what we've essentially <laughs> just done there is, is book a, a 2001 Raw main event. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's missing, mate. Oh, it's missing. It's Teddy Long. He came out and announced that next week there'll be a tag team match. You and Simmy. CJ Rowe's up for it anyway. He's up for it. We just need to get a hold of Calvin Bassi now and see if he wants to go this. <laughs> Problem is, though, Baj, you're right. I, I can see CJ getting the free care in that situation unless I go into business for myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a shoot, mate. It comes a shoot. <laughs> But at least, mate, at least you didn't put him over clean, you know what I mean? There was, there was a run. So, <laughs> it's leaving the story open, isn't it? It's leaving the story open for me. You need to build up the hell in a cell, surely. It's a pay-per-view, isn't it? You know, it's all about the mighty dollar. You need Jason, to you over, start your promotion. Jason, you should start your own promotion, mate. <laughs> we, need a we need a name for it. <laughs> oh, that's hey, the next question. There you go. We'll, we'll throw, it to the, throw it to the viewers. What's the, what's the name of the promotion? It's got to be. It's got to, got to For any wrestling that. promoters actually watching this, this is 100% a joke. I will not be doing this. So please don't. <laughs> Bullshit, lads. I, yeah. <laughs> Do you know the thing? See in a couple of months from next year when this is all finished, you'll fucking see this on another promoter's show and you're like, ah, they bastards watched that and you were saying I was only joking. They've stole the idea and then they'll put it on their promotion. That's a problem. 
If anyone books CJ Novo now, after this discussion, I'm due half of his booking fee. <laughs> <laughs> always grafting. Man's always, always hustling. Always hustling. <laughs> and it's going to be at Ibrooks. So we need to wait in COVID's away so that we can get 50,000 days of Mary is in there. Scott, I, Scott, I've got to put this up. Bear Station Wrestling. <laughs> That's close. That's close. It's not bad. Oh, man. Help, help. <laughs> that's not right. Like that. That's Bear not station right. Station wrestling. Bear station. By the way, that's what we get called one night. <coughs> on channel nine, Was it? Was it me? Was me Paul and Sammy wasn't it? And and the pod get get actually called Bear Station because Paul had a Paul at C's had an OnlyFans account that they can't knew about. <laughs> which 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 they do I've got to caveat that I do not have an OnlyFans account. Again, more bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that. Maybe signed up, so I've been there. Well, you're, twer- you're twerking last week, mate. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder about that now. <laughs> uh, CJ Novo says he'd, dis- he'd subscribe, so there you go, mate. Fucking good luck to you, CJ. I, you would want a closeline off of Calvin Bassey just to fucking forget about that, I tell you. CJ, I give I think, you nothing, mate. I think CJ's missing a D at the end of the word subscribe. <laughs> I think he's already <laughs> subscribed. <laughs> Who's he kidding? <laughs> right, w- would you start Hadji tomorrow then? Why, right, obviously, I think Kent picks his cell. Alfredo Morelos. He always has to bring it back to the football, didn't he? I know, mate, I know. <laughs> Somebody asked a question about the football on the on the chat there, and I went, "Oh, actually, it's a football pod. Sorry, sorry. We'll do a wrestling <laughs> one soon, mate." Question, you're like, oh, "What's fucking tedious?" Right. <laughs> go, go and watch Heart and Hand if you want the answer to that one. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I think Big Kenny is maybe uh, is is going to start obviously tomorrow. Morelos through the middle with the fact roof suit. Itton's still getting up to speed, or Eaton's still getting up to speed. Jermaine Defoe hasn't really played since he's come back from his injury. You've got to you've got to suggest it's got to be Morelos in it through the middle. If he's fit, obviously after his he's international exploits. But would you start Hadji on the right? Jason, come to you. Um I I would I would I would have Hadji playing. I think he's a big game player. Um just the the, the movement that he makes and the wee passes, the wee intricate passes. I just don't think anyone else in the team plays those types of balls, in my opinion. Um, I, I think when on his day when he's playing those those balls and getting in those wee pockets of spaces, I think he's unplayable. Um, be interesting to see um, how he how he copes with uh, with the old firm game. But as I said, I'm, I, I think he's a, a big game player, and I think he thrives in those types of uh, those types of games and those types of environments. When you put him in a game, no disrespect against teams like. You know Hamilton, um, Kilmarnock, or whatever. When they come and park the bus, you know he's all right, isn't he? But it's not. It's not where. It's not. It's not his best sort of game, is it? I think in these no. these uh, these big events, this is when he uh, when he starts uh, making up for the, the old price tag. So yeah, I'd like to see him start tomorrow. And I think uh, I think he'll play well. Baz, I'm going to leave it open for you to to add the caveat into this here. I, do you know what? Do you know what I was thinking? I was listening to. I, listening I could see your right. face going. <laughs> I was smiling. I'll tell you what it was. Right, I'll tell you why I was smiling. Because Jason's come on. Obviously, Jason's a professional wrestler. And since Jason's come on, we've just been bombarding him by wrestling patter, and he 
just a moment ago made the most sense about football <laughs> since we've started, since this podcast has started. Jason is the only one that's actually made sense speaking about football. And that just made me smile and think, fuck's sake, man. You know what I mean? He's he's guy making the, the sense about the football and we are talking shit about wrestling. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So that made me smile. So thanks for bringing a bit of normality back here. But uh, I see just to echo that fact, I think Hadji is that big game player. I think he'll start. I think Jordan Jones has looked pretty decent as well when he's been brought in. But I think uh, I think it's going to be Hadji and Kent and Morelos. Now, I'm going to tell you a bit of information that I found out. Uh, Morelos came back yesterday and he wasn't due back until, excuse me, until today. He wasn't actually due back until Friday. And I think that's why there was a bit of dubiety if it was going to start. But he actually flew back yesterday. Thanks, CJ Novo. I'll get I'll credit you, mate. Thanks for that one, buddy. Uh, I, have a, I, I never knew that. I never actually realised until I watched CJ Novo uh, that uh, he came back 24 hours earlier than expected, which I think is a big sign that the likelihood is he's going to start. So, yeah. Yeah, I was actually leaving it teed up, mate, for Jason Reid kind of waxing lyrical a wee bit about Yanis Hadji, and you would have come in and said, oh, actually, though he's half a yard short of being a top player. Sorry, Andrew Bluebells. <laughs> I just want to see if he'll turn off one of these things. That would have been that, I know, mate. I wish I was on the ball with that one. But... The, 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 the view account has dropped one. <laughs> He's away, he's gone. Sorry, mate, sorry. Simi, who would you go with tomorrow? Would you, would you, would you play Hadji? Would you bring Hadji in here? Definitely, and it's funny. He's kind of one of players that's close to becoming. He was close to becoming a weapon boy this season, uh, which is really bizarre. We look at his stats, yeah, and it's like go. It's like assist, assist stats and stuff. He's contributing so much to the game. I don't know what people expect of him. No, it's not all about goals. But that's the thing with Morelos as well. Talk about Morelos not from games or any games for that matter. And I'll say whatever scored, but look what else he did. He's running defenders ragged. He's bullying players and stuff like that. He's set. He's doing stuff to help other people score. Yeah. He's involved in the play constantly. He never was missing. And I think Hadji can be accused of that. But I think this season he's been playing a lot better than people give him credit for. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. His I mean, stats, it, Paul, his stats are, his, his assist stats are, you know, what is he top of the assist? He mm. is, yeah. I was, I was just going to say that. Yeah, I mean, if you, you, look, know, if you look at the stats, he's top, he's top, he's top, he's top of the list. Um, for, that's just not minutes on the pitch. That's just top of the list. Doesn't matter how many games he's played or how many minutes he's played. He is top of the list in assists. Aye, hundred percent. He's. I, I would start him for a simple reason, and it's Jason summed it up as, as Baz said. We correct football and analogy. Outstanding. No clotheslines in sight. No fucking heel turns in sight. <laughs> just, just fit my chat. And at the end of the day, you only need to look at the Braga game. We were doing two 0 and the wee man dragged us. Him and Joe Rebo's goal, and the players obviously galvanised through. Yanis Aji getting that, that goal back and then when that winner went in pff, as I say that's bedlam and you look back on the days now and it was only the start of the year but you look back on the days now because we've not been there for so long and we go fucking seems so long ago a lot's happened since then and I can't wait to be all back in Ibrox together but I would definitely go with Hadji um, 100% this week on the pod we've been running obviously each day since last Saturday I think it was our last Sunday we've been running um some of our podders' greatest or favourite memories or some of their favourite memories. No, their favouritest in that sense. Jason, we've obviously know Sammy's done one, Paul's done one, Baz, I believe, is doing, it, doing his tomorrow. Jason, what's your favouritest, your most favouritest old firm memory? 
Oh man, I, th- thankfully there's quite a lot. Um, but I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for the uh, the four two game away at Parkhead, the one with the Pedro Mendes screamer. Um, it's difficult to really give you any any one like I'm the kind of I don't really have like a favorite like match or a favorite moment or whatever or whatnot. But I think that that one sticks out because what a game it was, and that was an absolute trouncing. Uh, I know there was a wee bit at the start where it was a, you know, a wee bit sketchy, as these games always are. But see, once we got going that day, brilliant. And the atmosphere, you know, I think those types of games as well. And it was a few seasons before that we had won that, you know, the 2-0 game where Novo and, and Vignal scored. And that was the first time we'd won there for however many years, maybe three or four seasons before. Um, so it still wasn't, I guess, normal for us to go there. And, uh, and and pick up wins. But that day was just phenomenal. The atmosphere, start to finish, brilliant. And see, when you go and score four goals against your rivals in their own back garden, you can't beat that. Hmm. Well, we had, I had Kenny Miller on the pod uh, talking about that and asked him about that game, about how that felt, given the the stick, obviously, that some Rangers fans had given him and that they don't want people, they don't want him back and, and things like that. And, when Kenny, when Kenny hit it first June and then when Boric spilled it and he got the second June and Kenny endeared his sell to me that day to, <laughs> not that he needed to because I was one of the ones who wanted him back because I just thought he was a great player but, and also Walter Smith signed him and as I said in our chat today right there he's the other main man there look at him, Good love man. him, see if we were going in there with him up front tomorrow and full full flight what a team man, what a team we'd have but he, he actually, when, when Walter Smith signed him, and, and I said in our chat today that that's the only time I, I always get the excited feeling before an old film game, the nerves, the shiting yourself stuff. And the only time, I hate the games, right? Because you can never enjoy them unless you know categorically Rangers are going to win that day. And as I said in our chat, the only time you knew that, I feel, was when Walter was in charge, to be brutally honest with you. So Ed and Walter did, we would trust so I would say, Stevie, just get Walter in about the Mora. <laughs> just, get him, just get him floating about the Mora and help us out a wee bit and, and hopefully his magic uh, rubs off because there's no better feeling than scoring a goal against him. There's no better feeling than beating them. And I just hope that tomorrow is the is the the, the, the time for us in the first. Because we've never done the, the first off-firm game. We've no, we've no won that. And since, when was it? Was it that season under McCoyst? Was it the first season under McCoyst? I don't think Maybe. we won the first half-time game in the season. Yeah, it's I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, 3-0, wasn't it? Oh, was that another one? We won 4... Was it 4-1? Was it Naismith scored 2 get one and Laffer to get one. Oh, I can't mind now. I remember the game. I remember... Was that the game? But I can't remember the score now. Oh, aye. The one where McGregor dropped and fumbled it. Aye, I know yeah, that. 4-2 yeah, it was, it was might, then, mate. 4-2. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it might have been. I think that was the last time we... We actually beat them in the first old game of the season. But um, we'll go to the comments. Barney, Barney, when I was talking about a heel turn, Barney said there's no been a heel turn in football since Scott Allen signed for them. <laughs> some of the some of the, the the memories of some of the viewers. Mark Mitchell agrees with you. Um, Pedro Goal and Kenny Miller double. Incredible day. Mm-hmm. Going to some of the other ones. Has to be the shame game. Uh, What's that say? Shame game, pen moment, man. That's quite hard to say. Right, Brian? <laughs> Nearly fucked me up there, mate. Benny Bob's screamer. Hamden. Oh, aye. Um, Jamie Ness's screamer. Oh, that's a cracker, no. Eh? Uh, mm. 
2011, the last time we won the first Old Firm game, that has to change tomorrow. Yep, Mark, you're right. Yeah. Um, and Maggie Payton is the Lone Ranger on here on Facebook. That's, that's shite, by the way. We're obviously not popular on Facebook, lads. I did see it. I think I think I had an issue with the with the, uh, the stream going out on that platform. Um, I'll explain uh, to you afterwards. I tried to do something, but it didn't work. Right, okay, okay. CJ Noble's piped in with Loving Crans Lightheader. Oh, love that. Uh, you know, that's fair, that's you know, fair. 2002. I remember I was actually I was actually at Notto College in Glasgow. I was doing my exams, but that match was uh, on in the middle of my exams. And one of the guys from Northern Ireland lived in Larne. He came up the house to watch it. And it was 2 2 And I, I, went, I ran to the kitchen to get some more beers. And I came back and, and I said, I said, it looks like, it looks like it's going to go extra time. And he said, he goes, it would be amazing if we scored here. 30 seconds later, my can it sticks a course in. Loving cans. We went fucking heap shit. Paul, you can talk us through this one. Oh yeah, that was that, that that's that's probably one of my most memorable for for, for various reasons. Uh, obviously, yes. it was it was um, it was completely it's a completely mental match, you know. Um, uh, Albert Scarpelli and McCann get a double, uh, one three 0 at their place to win to clinch the championship at the home of their biggest rivals. Um, Hugh Dallas hit with a coin, uh, two pitch invasions. One absolute mentalist fell from the upper upper tier at Celtic Park, landed in the crowd below, was stretched off, and as he's going, to be, he's doing all this, he's been stretched away. Uh, it was just absolutely insane. But the, the the bit that sticks most in my mind, apart from the Rangers doing the huddle at the end, was the fact that when we scored a third goal, uh, I was in the pub, I jumped up, and done that. The guy next to me turned around. I went to the lift bay up and head butty being broke two ribs. So that was memorable for me in many ways. I remembered one there. This, this isn't one of my favourite games of that, but it's quite memorable. It was in October where we went one free, it was one free each. We drew three each. <laughs> we won like that kind of win, so we went three each. No, but the reason being, because I was watching it with my granda and uh, I was absolutely mangled and I kind of just kind of passed out two each. And I woke up and went out of town, had to go to a gig that night. And I thought the game finished two each. I didn't find it until the next day and I looked at the paper. <laughs> <It's not laughs> <a bonus. laughs> Operation Stop 10, Rangers win the game three each. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you know, do you know something? Do you, do, you to, do you want to know another one that kind of sticks in my mind? Because you did ask us earlier on. And this was the, the, uh, the Scottish Cup uh, match, semi-final, I think it was, um, when we beat them in penalties, Simi uh, and myself at Bassey's house to watch the match, and it was a it was a great afternoon. It really was. We had a, we had a good few drinks. Uh, some, I think I remember correctly, Baz, you, you sparked a prosecco. Um, I went. I then went off. Oh, no, no, I did not. <laughs> no, he didn't. You're no, he mixing didn't. me up with somebody else. No, sorry, Baz. Baz handed lots of beer out. Um, my wife thinking. <laughs> my wife. My wife then came and picked me up from Bassey's place. We went down and we saw Muse in concert that night. Uh, I absolutely trolleyed uh, and then got early next morning and flew away to America for three week holiday. So that was a great, that was a great weekend for me. <laughs> but as what was Derek Johnson's Prosecco joke? I just to, just to clear things up, and when he says Prosecco, it's Prosecco's code word for strippers and cocaine, right? It's just a bit of a God's sake, you're not supposed to give that out. Derek Johnson, I'll tell you what, I can't even, I'm going to I'm going to pull him up a bit next week. Uh, Derek Johnson, apart from being an absolute Rangers legend, has got some of the best jokes I've ever heard on Rangers TV. And uh, it was Snagsy, it was it was my birthday in Snagsy, 
put this wee shout out on, uh, I can't remember what the game was, but, so Tom Muller says, oh, uh, happy birthday, Baz, I think he's going to have a few Proseccos, <laughs> and Derek Johnson goes, I think the, the fizz has been right out of that boy's life, and then, oh, the, the, the football player stopped playing, and all just looked up and all that, and I broke dead quiet. <laughs> That is fucking. G- I can't wait oh, for next week. Man. I can't oh, wait for We have DJ on next week for end it. Then he watched last week. I ended who's no fault of being Twitter because it's all I spoke about. <laughs> and it's been, it'll nearly be fifty years since he scored that one at, at uh, Hamden against them at sixteen. One so, day, one, one day shy. One day shy of it. So one that's a start and a half. See why we're sharing. See, see why we're sharing all stories. I would like to share a story that I've not shared for a couple of weeks, and it's because we've got a wrestler on. <laughs> Jesus, I, we go. I don't know if MD in the chat's heard about this, um, and I don't know if any of the boys on the pod have heard about this. But next year, Rangers celebrate 150 years as a football club. Ten year ago from that, I tweeted Hulk Hogan about <laughs> Rangers <laughs> celebrating 140 years as a football club, and <clears throat> the man himself was was good enough to get back to me and say. 140 years and still kicking ass. Nothing but respect, brothers. And then he said, "Then he said, H for life." And we thought, I thought instantly, I thought he said, "Hey, well," and I thought he said, "Fish." And then, <laughs> and then the next most memorable tweet, as I've said on this other things, but the next most memorable tweet that I seen was a certified replying to him instantly saying, "I hope the Iron Sheik sticks it in your ass, you cunt." <laughs> We're under the skin so much that even a, a wrestling icon takes it. <laughs> oh, you know what, mate? I remember that tweet. <laughs> I, so I didn't, I did not realise you were the catalyst behind that tweet. I remember. Yeah, seeing, I've seen oh, that before as well. I, I, I just thought maybe Hulk Hogan. You know, he's like, ah, fucking, my blue nose, right? Fair enough. And he, <laughs> I, but I didn't realise that you were the catalyst behind that. You know what I mean? That's incredible, man. Mate, no no joke. You, you've ruined Hulk Hogan for a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm network going, fucking Hogan, man. Fucking past all the time. Fucking zombie. Look at him, <laughs> zombie sitting there. <laughs> look at him. He's fighting Undertaker. He's the fucking biggest zombie to fucking turn him. <laughs> no, no joking, right? No joking. Went to Ibrox that afternoon. 2 0, we beat Still in Albion. The shittiest game you've ever seen in your life. I came out of it, and because you don't get a reception in iBooks with your phone, and we hadn't paid the bill for the for the Wi-Fi, <laughs> um, <laughs> we then we then I came out and I, my phone went on, and it just blew up, and it was trending in the UK, and Rangers had tweeted it, and oh, then it was in a double page spread in the Sun, and I was like, I fucking made it here, by the way. Hulk's going to come out here. I'm going to get him in the airport. And, yes, <laughs> that's quite impressive. Who's this Rangers <laughs> Put the game on and watch it. Rangers versus Albin. Nah. I'm just fucking Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, it was good. So, basically, Jason, I need to try and get something going for the 150th because I'll let myself down, my family down, my wee boy down, everybody if I don't. Pod down. Aye, uh, the pod so down. So, you're, you're looking for a few contacts, essentially. Yes, mate. So, Andy, you can help me get something for 150 if year would be tremendous because... Any Ranger supporter wrestlers? 
This is bullshit. We've got a wrestling superstar on right now. You're right. Mate. You're, you're right. And you're asking him to get other people. I disagree with this, man. I'll fucking I'll turn the on anybody else that you bring on this show. Baz, Baz, he's basically wanting Drew McIntyre and oh, here, Jason I'll, on on the same I'll, podcast. Listen, I'll fucking I'll fucking turn the on fucking Drew <laughs> yeah. right now. Right. We've got we've got Jason Reed. On the show right now, and we're talking about Drew McIntyre. I'll turn heel and Drew right now. Drew, if you want to go title for title, son, we'll put it on the line. Your title versus my title. And then that's that we'll sort out. Jason's the man. Jason reads the man on this podcast. You don't need to hear about Drew Galloway, McIntyre, whatever you're calling yourself these days. Jason reads the man. Yes, yeah. yeah, mate. What a promo, by the way. What a promo. <laughs> Fucking stick that out there. That's going, to appear in the, that's going to appear in the sun. If you actually see this, I'm sorry. <laughs> so hang on. So 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 Simi versus CJ is the undercard to uh, uh, to yourself versus Drew McIntyre. Shit. That is a staunch card, isn't it? Oh, that is a staunch card. It's not going to last. The second you... one might not last that long. Jason, you get to there. Aye, listen, I can't referee that fight and be in that fight. No, you can't. You can't. Maybe we can get get John Beaton or something. That'd be cool. (laughs) I'll tell you what, why don't I fight Willie Collum? That's near my my level, if I'm honest. (laughs) Clancy and Collum tag team against Baz. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, I that was my Hulk Hogan tweet that I'm going to live off <laughs> and dine out on for the rest of my life. Done. Um, so That's good, mate. I, well done. That's it, that's it. You know, <laughs> ni- ni- nine years ago today, he tweeted as the infamous tweet. You've heard it, right? Surely. You know the big one. He must have been drinking or some. I don't know what it was. Some massive rant. Have you heard it? Aye. No. What was that? So, the tweet reads... Good night, Hulkamaniacs and jabroni marks without a life that don't know it's a work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot. <laughs> fucking awesome. Guys, we have a we have a name. We have a, that we have is a the name. Tweet. That is the tweet, word for word. We have a name for, for the event <laughs> at Ibrox. I can't say that, but it's funny. Hunnerslam. <laughs> I'm trying to get a contract. <laughs> Oh, brilliant, man. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so, yes, moving on before Jason gets bombed out. Um, <laughs> it was, um, moving on for that. And the impact of no fans in the in the stadium tomorrow. Obviously, for our players, it wouldn't really... The only thing that's going to make much much of a difference is I don't know if people shouting and bawling at them, giving them abuse, because there's only 800 Rangers fans that would have been there anyway, so there's not really any much chance... Then making a big dent in sixty thousand of them or whatever, you know, unless we're winning, obviously, and, and you do hear them. Of course you do. But going into the first off game of the season, usually the home team is, you know, gives you confident. It's the start of the season, etc. And you're confident. How do we think it'll affect our lads? Never mind them so much the new, but how do you think it'll affect our lads, Paul, going out, going into that tomorrow and knowing the atmosphere they got there in December compared to what they'll experience tomorrow? See, it's a double-edged sword in many respects because You'd like to think that our players going there would like to basically do this to the home support. Yeah. 
And, and do you know what I mean? They're not going to get the opportunity to do that. It's, I think I've watched an awful lot of football um, since the, the lockdown started way back in thing. When I say I've watched, uh, I've watched all the, the, the foreign football, I've watched English football, I've watched the Scottish football. It's like in a weird atmosphere. If you don't watch it with the crowd noise, it's very interesting. You can hear an awful lot of tactical stuff going on. You can have players shout at each other. And it does take an awful lot away. I think even Ryan Kent admitted that today. He said it's going to be a little bit strange uh, going into this match with no fans in the stadium because it's it's it's, it's what makes the matches part, part of the intensity of it. But I don't think it'll make I don't think it'll make much difference to either set of players because they both know what's at stake. I don't think it'll be a million miles an hour. It might be 999,000 miles an hour. But that's slight. No, but that's slight percentile. That's male, though. No. A million miles an hour, 999,000. I thought you said 100, mate. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, a million miles an hour. You said 100, Paul. You said 100. You went. No, you went 100 miles an hour. It might not be 100 miles an hour. Did it? it? I mean, oh, sorry. I mean, I mean, a million miles an hour. Sound engineer, um, check that. Yeah, so sorry about that. My, my bad. Uh, no, but that, there's, a, there's a slight percentile of the of the intensity will be gone from both plates, both sets of players. But I still think it'll be a very intense match because they know what's at stake. You're playing against your biggest rivals. You're going to go at it as best you possibly can. But... That little bit of edge pushing the home team on will be gone, and a little bit of edge from the away team wanting to put one up the home fans will be gone. But I think it'll still be a very good and very intense match. Sammy, I think um, the lack of fans, unfortunately, I say it's kind of unfortunately in a way, may actually help us. I say unfortunately because we're going to come back at some point, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't mean it's like. <sighs> And this, this, is, this isn't necessarily a good thing overall. There's less pressure on the team in a weird way. If the fans can own it them, whether it's the rain fans or other fans of that. And you can, we can argue all day about fans have, the players have the mentality to handle that. Neither can argue we're playing better this season. No. Is that because, is that, is that because of the fans' problem? No, it's probably the fact that Gerald's getting his team together and we're progressing every year. But there must be something it said about not having somebody shouting for fuck's sake, Tav, whenever they <laughs> miss a ball. Or for, matter fuck's sake, or for fuck's sake, Christy, whenever somebody misses a penalty. <coughs> I, I, I can take criticism, right? But see if I was sitting at work and I'm just sitting fucking typing an email and my boss says, for fuck's sake, Sammy, it'd annoy me. <laughs> Do you want to see something funny just on the subject of for fuck's sake, Tav? This is a yes. WhatsApp group chat name now. I don't know if you can see this. What made you... Oh, this is quite difficult to get this right. You hold it for a few seconds. For fuck's sake, Tav. <laughs> <laughs> it's a group chat. That is the name of it. Here's the, here's the thing, right? So this was made um, probably end of last season. No, uh, sorry, during but before the new season started. But because we've been playing so good, minus the two draws in the league, we're like, and because Tab's been playing so good, we're like, we can't change it. So that's why it's still there. <laughs> Not like that. Like, though. See, we did get the fans back, and Tab's just a fucking cracking four seasons because <laughs> we get back to the Ivory probably. <laughs> but when Kurt Angle came out and everybody would shout, You suck, but he was actually cheering them. They're like, <laughs> <"Fuck's> <laughs> it, Tab. That's what that group chat is, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what oh, the fans yeah. shout when I'm wrestling as well. They're like, "You're fucking shite." I'm like, "Thank you." That's good, <laughs> so they, so they tell me. I don't know. Jason, how do you, how how would you as a performer, as somebody who's used to live audiences, etc., how do you cope with that as a professional? How is that? How, what's in your mindset before you go there? Do you mean with with a crowd or without? A no, crowd? W- without compared to obviously when you experience having a crowd, but then obviously mm. without the crowd, how do you how do you well, change your mentality? Well, it's weird, but thankfully for me, I'm I'm quite a I'm quite a vocal person anyway, and I appreciate this doesn't really relate in terms of what they're going to do tomorrow or or how they're going to feel. But in terms of when I'm in the ring, I'm I'm very vocal, and we we experienced that recently. Um, and yeah, it's it's weird. It's very very weird because you, you you're always around this crowd that are on everything you do and then when you go and you do it without a crowd there it's weird it's different yeah and for some people it can make it can make them feel really awkward and you can see that they they're awkward but for me it doesn't really i mean it is what it is you know the whether the audience is in front of me or it's behind the camera sitting at home or whatever watching on their phone or their ipad they're they're going to get a show they're going to be entertained and I'm not going to change the way that I would normally be because there's no one in front of me in that building. So that's the way I see it. Yes, it's weird, um, but it's still cool that you know I'm getting to do it with or without a crowd. So yeah, that, that's the way I look at it. But again, we can't really re- relate that to, to how the players are going to... Uh, maybe maybe Calvin Bassey when he whips out the old, uh, the old clothesline. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but that's pretty much it. I thought something actually. It was uh, it was at the square goal. You went and done the the Ryan Kent to Trent Seven. <laughs> oh fuck, boys! I watched that, that clip today. Oh, <laughs> because if I'm correct, the square goal is currently on the WWE Network. The one the year before the <sighs> the one oh, it was in, that I one. think it was in. No, it must have been. No, it's not because that was filmed in February. And so that, that'll go on, I think, next month. But basically, so so we're in there, and obviously Trent Seven signed with WWE, and uh, we knew we were doing this this sort of spot uh, beforehand. And it's one of those spots in a, a, in a, a, a Royal Rumble match where everyone else just sort of sits down and then the focus is on the two people in the middle of the ring. And uh, funny story, but the referee's obviously mic'd up, um, and I can hear him saying, Kenny, Kenny. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, is he in the crowd? What? I'm like, ah. <laughs> Kenny, boom, hit it. And I shot myself because for a brief moment, there was just pure silence. But what the silence was, was everyone just getting pure rage and they're like, he fucking done that. Fuck off. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. But that, honestly, boys, same story happened the first time... Uh, we debuted the whole the whole gimmick with coach, right? So uh, Mark Mark Dallas, the ICW owner, he's like, listen, you've got two minutes in a promo video, just go out and make a name for yourself. And at the end of the promo, basically, I just said something, 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 we are the people. So the promo gets slotted into the live show, so it looks like we're actually filming that live, right? So we're watching it for the first time as it's inserted into the show. So the, the same time, the crowd are watching it as well. So it's on the big screen, and then obviously the line hits, we are the people, the exact same thing, just silence. I'm like, I fucked it. I fucked it. But it was just those seconds, because they were just sort of processing what I just said, and it just fucking went off after that. Like, 
saying See, it. it's bogeys. It's bogeys. Fuck though, man, because you're essentially splitting the audience. You remember Bret Hart tried that thing? He tried to do, mm-hmm. do the whole heel uh, baby face thing mm-hmm. at the same yeah. time, depending on where he was. Uh, see, years ago, I'd done a tour with the WWE uh, when about the UK. We were building the, see, the Titan Tron and the ramp and the, the control barrier. We were, yeah, we were yeah. doing that. Was, and uh, the first gig was in Aberdeen and Chris Jericho wore an Aberdeen shirt. Yeah. And the place fucking up, the place popped. And he was asking about Glasgow and he was asking about uh, soccer teams, obviously. And we're like, you, you will not get away with that in Glasgow. You know, if mm. no matter, you're, you're going to split the audience. You're going, to, you're going to split if you were a Rangers top, Celtic top, and ended up he ended up binning it for the Glasgow show. But it's yeah. bulgy having having you know going out and doing that. You know what I mean? Like fuck, this is what this is what I am. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, fuck you. So it, rather than just playing up to some sort of a face or heel, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like this is it. You either get behind it or you don't. And if you don't, then fuck. In you. a way, and that's cool. It's easier because there's no real pressure. Whereas if I was set one way or another, there'd be a pressure to either make the crowd react. You know, one way I either need to go out and, and you obviously do something to get under the skin or whatever, or vice versa. I need to do something to to try and get a cheer. But with this, there's no real pressure to do that because there's going to be a reaction uh, either way. So all I really need to do is go out. You know, wear a blue jacket with uh, with the crest on it. Uh, shout, we are the people. You know, half's going to boo and half's going to cheer. Um, and half's going to be like, what a dick. Like, you know what, no, see, see, see in a lot so, of ways, mate, that's fucking so much better than, than what anybody else is yeah. doing. Like, you're going to get people who are the heel or the face and they're getting half the audience cheer. Everybody's cheering or everybody's booing, but you're fucking... Like you're going to get somebody here cheering and the person next to them is booing and they're going to be looking at each yeah. other, giving each other stick. So it's, it's not just you getting buddy. stick. It's like there's going to be it. fucking chaos in the whole exactly. surrounding areas. I said that when I started. I was like, I don't want to get, I don't want to be cheered. I don't want to be booed. I want people arguing amongst themselves <laughs> about, you know, <laughs> who the, do we cheer them, do we boo them? But it's cliched, but it's like the whole John Cena thing, right? So when he comes out, you've got half cheering his name and half uh, booing him, and then they start chanting against each other. But that's what I wanted. I just wanted the whole place. Not scrapping, but, you know, almost. <laughs> Hi, I've, 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 I've been at a show, Jason's wrestled. I first seen the young Twitter on that. I thought it was this kind of, kind of tongue-in-cheek type, uh, wee wink-wink type thing. And then you and Coach walked to it, and I was like, fucking hell, man. It was like a really weird atmosphere, but not a bad way. Because I suspected to be quite kind of jokey. We just came out like pure fucking... We are the fucking people, and you <laughs> started draining. But it's, it's, it's mad, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen a reaction like this at wrestling. No, but it has you one, get not one person is fucking quiet. That's and th- again, that's the aim. But you get folk who are proper offended, and the thing is, I just go right up to them, I stand right at the barricade, and then there's folk that will stick the middle finger in your face, and they look as if they're going to ch- chuck their pints. So it's brilliant, man. Like. As, as crazy as it sounds, when I'm getting a reaction like that, like I know I'm doing at least a half decent job. Do you know what I mean? So it's good. I think that's that there, Jason, is to me gets you more respect. And even if you were of the other persuasion and you were doing stuff to antagonize <clears throat> our side, that still gets my respect in some way because it's like, well, you're not trying to be this fucking fanboy for Scotland and oh, we're all together and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm a Ranger mm. supporter. We are a people. That's it. <laughs> 
And that, that, that see that to me, that's that's quality. I love, that's yeah. that's what it exactly. fucking Hogan, learn and do that. Watch Jason Reed videos <laughs> and just nail your colours to the mask. Ditch the red and yellow and get the red, white, and blue one. Yeah. Exactly. You know, well, we'll go back retro, retro. <laughs> and, and, and drop the HH. Drop the yeah, HH. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, I've got a story yeah. for you, mate. Uh, do you know what? I know a, lot, know a lot of people know this, and I can't believe I'm actually going to tell you this. Uh, you're talking about, you know, the, the football players running out there in front of 52,000 people every week, and then they're running out there and there's nobody there. Jason touched on it as well. What it would be like, you know, as a performer like yourself running out there, places packed, people are booing, people are screaming, and then the next minute it's empty. Well, I've actually experienced this myself. I can actually relate to what they're talking about. No, Sammy will back this up. Sammy will back this up. I don't know. 100%. See, a few years ago, before my nose was, before I broke my nose in that, I used to be a kissagram, right? And you would want to put a. a, Sammy, back me up. This is true. (laughs) So you would want to pubs or you would want to function suites and all that, and there'd be some fucking daft wee lassie, 21 year old, 30, 40, or whatever. It's It's a hen night. And then the cameraman, the cameraman would go and set it up, and then you'd walk in, right? Now they would normally get the lassie up in front of the DJ booth, and you would walk in, and you would normally get a cheer, and this this cheer would usually come from about between anything between six and eleven aunties, <laughs> anything between six and eleven aunties, or saying, "Oh, the strippers are here." So you walk in dressed as a fireman or officer, a gentleman, or something stupid shit like that, and then you would take a piss for five minutes, and then you would leave, and then you would go to the next gig. So all night you're going to these daft wee like, function suites and wee parties and all that, and every time you walked in, there would be like six, or seven, or eight wee aunties. Right. So see when that's finished, it's now 10 o'clock at night, you want to go for a pint, right? You go down to your local and you walk in the door and not one old woman turns around and cheers. It's heartbreaking, mate. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> so I understand, what I'm saying is I understand what it feels like to be a top level performer and then walk into a, a, a venue and nobody cheers. I get it. <laughs> All, so, all you Rangers, all you Rangers, Moz and Daz out there that's watching us, do not contact the pod account link to book Baz. Contact Baz <laughs> directly, please. So yeah, I get yeah. it. I get what You're... Jason Chain. I get what they're saying. Running out in front of fifty-two thousand people, I can relate to that. I can relate. Anybody, any, anybody who wants to get Baz, that's a uh, beer station after dark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Nearly lost a mouth for a good gin there, Paul. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> the first time, eh? <laughs> Jason, go back to your story. Barney's come up with a cracker. Your gimmick for that scenario when you're standing in front of them and they're giving you pillars should be just spray deodorant at them. No, you're right. <laughs> that is it, Jason. That yeah. Take a photocopy of that letter sent them and just wave it in their face and they get the lights out and do that. Did you read that? Big spear. There's, uh, there's something there. There is something there, by the way. You're, you're oh, something. Mate. I don't really want to get done with solvent abuse, but um, <laughs> you fucking second. There's definitely something there. I'll see what I can do. Mason, some kind of accident ship. 
<laughs> as long as you end one of them, Jason, wait, keep the battle fever on as, as you're doing it. Keep the battle fever on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's what you want to do. You want, you want to get the bottle legs and rebrand it as battle fever and say, get the battle fever on. <laughs> ah, yes, <laughs> ah. There yeah. you go. Curry Muncher says, Baz, it's my cat's birthday next week. Are you free? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be inundated with a quest, mate. The thing is, Baz will turn up for any pussy. <laughs> Can't believe we just did that. I cannot believe. Baz, you're sound you know, did you cut that out, mate. I apologise. I apologise. Oh, he's fucking Maz watching. <laughs> I hope you fuck his auntie, isn't he, watching? <laughs> Baz, Baz told me his mom was dead. I do apologise. <laughs> I think that's that was pre show, Paul. That that's, joke that's, just fucking went dark. Yeah, that's, that's an end joke. I do apologise. <laughs> fucking oh, grandmother oh. fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, dear. Right, pr- uh, predictions for tomorrow. Paul, start with yourself. What is your prediction? <laughs> oh, right. I predict I'm going to get up tomorrow morning. Probably hungover because I've got seven more of these. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, on a serious note, uh, I think it'll be, I'm, I'm quietly confident. Um, I would love, I would love this thing to go away. You keep saying quietly confident. You're full fucking still talking about it. Shut up. Just shut up. I'm going to go 2 0 to us. And I'm going to go. I can't. I can't. We'll get the opener and Alfie will score in the 85th minute to seal it nicely for us. However, I would love Alfie's uh, goal to be something along the lines of it's a free kick, comes off the wall, he's 30 yards out, rifles it, going 10 yards wide, smacks Scott Brown in the face, knocks him out, and ends up in the back of the net. On goal. There you go. So it's not really Alfie's goal then. So if you're not that bet on me, I lost it four. I'm not going to get the money. <laughs> You ruined it for me now. No, I think I think it's all season. It's going to be a Kent and Alfie double two not yours. Sharp here. That's that's your first warning of the night. Right. Scott was under Paul for a week. I'm sure he did plenty of spitting out then. That's your first fucking Oof. warning for the night, Sharp. Oh, right. That's, a, that's, that's shocking. Even even, even as an old sailor, I'm appalled by that. Aye. Spitting's Aye. fucking rude. Right. That's exactly. Rude. <laughs> right. Before we go, um, Jason, what's your, I think you give us your, your prediction, but give it again, mate, your prediction for tomorrow. Right, and we hope this comes true. Um, we're going for 3-1 Morelos, Kent and Arfield. Mm. Nice, I like it. Sammy, See, I was going to go the same, the, the Kent and Alfie double, 2-0, but I think Arfield's got to be going on He's in form. He's in form. Definitely in form. Yeah. And now we're going to pass you over to Mystic Baz, who was given his <laughs> premonitions. Baz. his premonitions. I predict I'm going to whip through McIntyre's ass. <laughs> and then Jason's probably going to come down, cash in the money in the bank, whip base for asses, and then hold the base for titles up. That's what I reckon. I'm going, going, to, send, going to I'm going to send them as soon as we're done here. What I reckon what I reckon is gonna happen the more is I'm actually gonna agree with one thing Jason said. I reckon Alfredo Morelos is gonna score. I reckon it's gonna be 2-0. Alfredo Morelos is gonna score, and I'm gonna tell you something as well. See this book right here. See how I don't know if you can see that. Yes. But that that is signed with Alfredo Morelos. And that is the actual book 
that Alfredo Morelos wore when he scored against Celtic the Mora. So I predict that it's going to be 2 0 to the famous Glasgow Rangers. Alfredo Morelos will score one and Tav will score the second. Can't, can't hang that. I'm going 3-1. I'm the same as, as Jason. I'm going 3-1. Scorers have no thought about it, but I do feel as though Alfie might be due to break his duck in this fixture, and I hope that tomorrow is that. However, as, as Simi says, it doesn't matter who scores. Alfredo Morelos, three own goals for that mob. doesn't matter. As long as we end up with one mere golden name, good triumphs over evil, and we get the three points. That's all. I that will happily take uh, 90... Fourth minute penalty in the second minute of injury time when Morelos is at the halfway line, beaten just because a penalty anyway because he's a bad fucking onman and all that because <laughs> he's a preferred <laughs> candidate. Right, getting towards. I heard it's a shame though that beaten kind of coming to pub with the moral after the game. Like, uh, the Sorry, but mate, we've got that Zoom call arranged for that. We're going to do that, mate, anyway. So you'll be able to step sideways, you know, in some virtual world and, and, and have a bevy ways and we'll talk about how it was near penalty and all that. And he gives it, it anyway. It was his fucking penalty. Just say Edward gets taken down in the box. The linesman's got the flag up. Referee blows the whistle, he's pointing to the linesman and all that. Next minute, he runs out of the linesman, waving people there. You know, all that. Next minute they carry out a COVID test on the linesman. Nah, ah, penalty doesn't stand. The penalty does not stand. Fucking linesman, <laughs> it's that. Yeah, because is that, is that because you make weird decisions when you get COVID? Apparently, you make strange decisions. Yeah, yeah do, do things do things you're not supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Of character. Yeah, yeah, character. Aye. No, this is regardless of what the final result is. But I can't wait for everybody's, uh, oh, I think they're self-isolating for strikers, they eh? I think they're self-isolating for <laughs> defenders. Oh, but everybody's got to fucking just fill your timeline, mate. So, you, so, what, so what you're saying to me is you're going to avoid Twitter uh, tomorrow, full stop. Oh, I probably I should just avoid Twitter in general, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think after half two, you'll be fine to go in, mate. It'll be a bit of a party after half two. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right, mate. Paul, do you know what a do you know what a promo is? Do you know what cutting a promo is? I know you're not really the, the wrestling type, oh, obviously. Yeah. Us four, us four, like well, Jason's a fucking wrestler. I can't put me past it. I mean, the same bracket as Jason Reed, but we like the wrestling. We have liked the wrestling all our life, obviously. We've grown up watching it. It's creeped into the pod how many times? <laughs> it's turned into wrestle talk instead of um, <laughs> the Rangers, but that's fine. I don't mind that because I'm a wrestling fan. Um, do you know what cutting a promo is? No, right, right. Cutting a, Listen, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it to all three. Stop, <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I need to tell you a story, right? This is God's <laughs> truth, man. Me, Sammy, and my mate Ian were out in an old day sesh, and we ended up back at my flat. Ian fell asleep. Me and Simmy are fucking cutting promos, right? And Ian wakes up. There must be footage of this. I fucking, I wish there was. I wish there was, mate. I, listen to this. I swear to God, right? So I'm I'm standing up, pissed up. I'm fucking right in his face. I'm like, Simmy. And then the next minute, Simmy's going right back. Ian wakes up, right? Ian's like, Jesus, he, think there's a, he thinks there's a fight breaking out, right? And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. They fell out, and then the next, the next minute he sees 
One is it's hiding the sky remote control. One is one is it's hiding the sky remote control, and I'm hiding it the sound. And he's like, ah, I'm fucking gonna do this and all that. And then the next minute, somebody would take the mic. And I'm like, is that right? But I'll fucking. T-. And then and then Ian just went. Oh, they're cutting promos, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he honestly thought we were fright. We honestly thought we were having a full blown argument. And then he realised somebody's actually holding a remote control as a microphone. And anyway, I have a cutting promos. Well, here's, 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 just to add to that quickly, boys, because this is fucking brilliant, right? So, <laughs> me, 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 me and Coach are doing a promo. And um, when, you, when you do promos, so there might be maybe two or three you need to do back to back to slot in the different weeks, right? So um, obviously ICW is an over 18s promotion, so there is usually a lot of swearing. But uh, I do try and refrain from it because obviously, as you know, a lot of it goes on on the network now. So the the aim at the start of the promo, right? I was like to coach, right? No, no swearing. Let's just get through this. We'll cut the normal promo, blah blah blah. And we usually do it in one take. I don't know. We just seem to be uh, that way uh, inclined to to cut a good promo. But anyway, so we're like, right, coach. No swearing, right? So we get through this promo, I think it's about maybe 90 seconds. Honestly, one of the best promos that we've ever cut, right? And at the end of the, end of the, uh, the promo, uh, I can't really remember how we, we finished it. But anyway, it goes to coach and he goes, do you know why? Because you're going to get fuck all! <laughs> And obviously, bear in mind the the, the, the camera guy still still rolling. I'm like, hi, <laughs> unbelievable. I'm like, just disregard not the no swearing thing, mate. It's all right. It's clearly too difficult for us to get to get through. So, uh, and that's why you need. That's why you need to get coach on with you, Jason. That's why you need yeah, to get coach uh, on with you. We will do. We will do. That'd be brilliant. Paul, we're going to see three masters at it because there's three people who have his experience in cutting a promo, right? So, and then you can cut yours, right? So, Baz, Simi, <laughs> Baz is going to start his half and he's going to give a promo as if tomorrow was leading into a, a wrestling event. And this is a main event, us against them. Everything's on the line. Everything's, everything's coming. That's it. All rests on tomorrow, Baz. You're the man. Who am I speaking to here? This is this is maybe then. You're doing a, a you're going to cut cut a promo for tomorrow. Right, we're cutting a promo for tomorrow. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm going to do? I'm going to put this down. This doesn't mean anything. I'm going to take off this stupid jewellery. This doesn't mean anything. I'm going to take off this daft watch. Because it doesn't mean anything. See this earpiece and listen to these fucking idiots. This doesn't mean anything. Tomorrow we've got the opportunity to go out there and show our fucking enemies. Because that's exactly what they are, ladies and gentlemen. Our enemies. And it doesn't matter if it's in front of 52,000 people. It doesn't matter if it's in front of many people. The point is, we're going to go out there and show them what we're all about. Because they're fucking scared. They're the ones making excuses about referees. They're the ones making excuses about pandemics. Who the fuck uses a pandemic as an excuse Trying to change the law, ladies and gentlemen, to get the players involved. What does that tell you? What does it tell me? It tells me one thing. It tells me fear. Fear, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to grab that fear. We're going to grab it with the balls. And we're going to ram it down their fucking throats. Believe you and me when I tell you 
that we are going to go out there and we are going to hump these bastards and we are going to set the precedence for the rest of the fucking season on our way to title 55. And 55 starts tomorrow. Believe me, jump in my fucking back and I will lead you to the fucking promised land because we are going... Yes, that was brilliant. I'm ready to go, lads. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Simmy, you're up. I can't hear anything you're saying. I threw my earpiece out of the back. Well, I need to go to plan B for my promo after that one, unfortunately, because I can't have the four So I'm going to see, you look at the game tomorrow, and it's like, uh, you think you've got a 50-50 chance of winning, but Rangers are not a normal team. So you've got a 25% chance of winning, and you're taking it a fact that Edward might not even be playing. So a 16% chance, and Ryan Kent is playing for us, that increases your chances to 90% chance, but then they've got Ryan Christie out, and that reduces their percentage by 14%. When Morelos is playing for us, that gives a 60% chance of winning. And I, I, that's a bit niche, maybe. A bit niche, that homage. See when that promo happened for the first time, it, it wasn't just the fact that Scottish Steiner was doing all the numbers. It was it Petey Williams was in the background and he was he was trying to keep up and you could see him he was like he was using his fingers and all that trying to keep up with the calculations. I think that I think that made the promo. <clears throat> Paul, it says it's only fair we finish on the professional. Right, that he's the last. So, you're up. You've seen two feet, two, two crackers. I'm not letting follow you, follow you too, mate. But, but you're up. Me? Oh, fuck it. I thought you were going for Jason. There. No, no, oh, you're right, mate. You're right. right. Okay. Well, I, I can put this very simply to every single Rangers player watching, because I know they do watch this podcast. This is a heartfelt plea. For the love of God, do not fuck this up. <laughs> That was short, but sweet and effective. You were, you were yes. the best. We're going to end with a legend. And Paul exactly. went, oh, I thought you were in. I thought, I thought Jason was next. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jason was up. Jason, well, you are, you're, you're finishing the promo segment, so it's only fair we, we hand it over to the professional like this. Boys, how many years ago were we in Brecon? We were looking at the hedge. There was a ball stuck in that hedge. We went to places like Arbroath. We went to places like Dunfermline, just five minutes down the road. And now tomorrow, we start a new season in the Gyrodome. We have the chance to become legends. We have the chance to become heroes. We have the chance to win 55. There's only one way we're going to do it, boys. There's only one way we're going to get there. And that's by trouncing that mob tomorrow in their own backyard. Because we are... <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> I'm fucking up for this, man. You see, you see, these guys know what they're doing. I'm fucking clueless when it comes to shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, no, mate, you were fine. You were fine. 
you were fine. You were, you were stop shy having to write your, your, your lines down on your hand like, that some of them have to do nowadays. Yeah. You know, you, you're not half the cuff, mate. You were fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, just about there. So thanks very much, um, TJ. I think we'll play out, actually, no with the tune. No with the tune we usually do. I think we'll play out with the, with the intro that we had um, with that amazing rousing speech. Yeah. Mr. Struth and the wee bit of some of the best. So thanks to Jason, mate. What a guest. One of my favourite pods so far. Tremendous. You, Absolutely Excellent. Thanks, James. And I'm delighted, Thank mate, you. that you could come on. And as I say, it'll not be the last time I've you on, and hopefully we'll get Coach on me as well. And yeah, and absolutely. Scott, and remember, boys, we fear. Yes, American We are. I do, I do, but I do believe it's changed since I last got mine. So, changed the has. We done a little business deal, you know. You know how the world works. Eighteen seventy two dot co dot uk. I think eighteen and then the numbers 72.co.uk. There's loads on there. That Paul Gascoigne t-shirt as well that Big Drew was wearing a few weeks back. It's also on there. So yeah, that's where you can get all the uh, all the merch goods. You mean I'm a Paul at Seas guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one you want. I'll tell you what, if you if you let us uh, we'll put the um we'll put the, the link to your to your the thing the t shirts in the in below in the comments. Yeah. Do you call it a website, Paul? You can't just say I got thing the thing with the can it? Baz, Baz, it's fucking two thousand and twenty. I got thing with the you know the thing with the t shirts. I am still I'm still, in, I'm, I'm still in shock at being asked to do a promo as a legend. And I just, because when you went, look at that. He's going to go to Jason next. And I was like, me? I was like, what the fuck's this? Hold on a second. Paul still his fucking MySpace, you know what I'm saying? Beagle. <laughs> Hold on, Jason. Barney's just Whoa. been outright asking. No pod discount tonight, Whoa. Jason. Oh. <laughs> That's you Whoa. on the spot, eh, mate? Oh, uh, there is, mate. Use use the code, uh, use the code Jason Reed uh, on 1872, and that should get you 20% off. I'm I'm 99.9% sure. The code is Jason Reed. Any issues though, if you're doing it and it doesn't work, message me, and then I'll uh, I'll sort it for you. But uh, pretty sure that'll work. Dude, what you should do is you should do a 20% discount if. Your prediction comes right. So see if Rangers win three oh, one. You should do right. a discount code three dot one. How about this, right? How about this? Before before we go off air, right? If the prediction comes true tomorrow, you know the the ringside jackets, yeah, with the the the, the crest, the, the blue zipper. Yeah. I'll give one of those away for free if you go and follow uh, both the pages. So the the podcast page, uh, my Twitter page, and uh, yeah. If it if it um if it comes if it comes true, we'll give away one of those jackets for free. I'll post that out to you. Well done, man. Well, How, how's that for a deal? Oh, oh, stuff for free. If somebody wants to uh, DM the uh, the pod uh, Twitter page, I'll get three tickets available for tomorrow, uh, all sitting together. Right. And if anybody, if MD's grannies come up for the ninetieth birthday <laughs> and they want a wee guy. <laughs> Oh, I, won't put her, I won't put her hip out of it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to hand her a math homework, he's a shout. 
o sea, me... love it, love it. Well, everybody, and Paul usually says this, but I'm going to steal his line. So I do hope all your team wins tomorrow. Mm. Um, a huge game. Just go and fucking date, lads. Uh. Just go and win the game. Just go and win. Just go and fucking get the three points. Make us happy. Make us believe. And hopefully we will have a pod tomorrow. No, we will have a pod tomorrow because Rangers are going to win. Yeah. So we will have a pod tomorrow. Later on at night, but we will have a pod tomorrow. <laughs> Date the right hand. Scotty Arfield salute. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. I have been lucky. Lucky in those who were around me from the boardroom to the dressing room. In times of stress, their unstinted support, unbroken devotion to our club and calmness in adversity eased the task of making Rangers Football Club the premier club in this country. To be a Ranger is to sense the sacred trust of upholding all that such a name means in this shrine of football. They must be true in their conception of what the Ibrox tradition seeks from them. No true Ranger has ever failed in the tradition set in. Our very success, gained you will agree by skill, will draw more people than ever to see it, and that will benefit many more clubs than Rangers. Let the others come after us. We welcome the chase. It is healthy for us. We will never hide from it. Never fear. Inevitably, we shall have our years of failure, and when they arrive, we must reveal tolerance and sanity. No matter the days of anxiety that come our way, we shall emerge stronger because of the trials to be overcome. That has been the philosophy of the Rangers since the days of the gallant pioneers. You're simply-